In the year I was born, way back in the early 1970s, yeah, long time ago, a long time ago, according to the Social Security Administration, in the early 1970s, the most popular names for boys were Michael, James, and David. And I do remember graduating with a large number of Mikes and Jimmys, part of my high school class. And for the girls, the names were Jennifer, Michelle, and Lisa. Those are the most popular names in the early 1970s. And I, again, knew a lot of girls named Michelle and Jennifer and Lisa who were in my high school class. But going back to 1950, the most popular names were James, Robert, and John. People of that age, think about how many Bobs you know. I'm surprised William's not on, the age, on that list because there's a lot of Bills as well. Uh, for women or girls in 1950, the most popular names were Linda, Mary, and Patricia. And though the numbers are not yet in for 2019, at one point last year, according to the Nameberry website, the most popular names for newborn girls in the United States were Isla, Olivia, and Aurora. And the most popular names for boys were Archie, Milo, and Asher. Now in addition to names, people have titles or other things that go along with their name often. Royalty have been called Lord and Lady or Your Highness and I just saw in the, in the news today that Harry and Meghan have given up their title of Your Highness as they make some transitions to a new kind of life. Uh, everyday folks like us have been addressed as Mr. or Mrs. or Ms. or Miss. Elected officials have the prefix to their name, the Honorable, no matter how honorable they actually are. <laughs> and clergy have the Reverend attached to their names, no matter how reverent they might be. Uh, the attorneys can style themselves as you know, John Smith, Esquire. And those who have earned a PhD or medical degree can call themselves doctor. So we have titles as well. Now in Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet, upon finding out that the person that Juliet had fallen in love with has the last name of Montague, with whom her family was having a feud, she being of the Capulets, Juliet asked, what's in a name? What's in a name? Well, in biblical times, there was much actually in a name. Uh, names then were for more than just identifying people. Uh, names expressed the essential character of a person. A person's name revealed his or her character. Uh, Nathan, one of the prophets in the Old Testament, his name meant he gives. While Elijah, Elijah who uh, was a prophet, and he competed with the prophets of the god Baal, uh, Elijah's name meant Yahweh is my God. And in today's reading from John, Jesus is called many things. Uh, John the Baptist calls him the Lamb of God. He calls him Son of God. The disciples who follow Jesus call him Rabbi, which means teacher. And Andrew tells his brother Simon, we have found the Messiah. And then there's that, of course, the connection between Jesus' name and uh, who he is. You know, as you know, Jesus is the Greek form of the Hebrew name Joshua. And Joshua means in Hebrew deliverer or savior. So in the case of Jesus, you know, what's in a name? Everything is in the name. But if we can get past the, the names and the titles uh, of, this, of this person, who is it that we are actually talking about? You know, beyond his titles, who, who is Jesus? 
No, we're talking about God, the Son of God. Now, think about Moses. Think back to our Old Testament book of Exodus. Think back to Moses and the burning bush out of which God speaks to Moses. And God told Moses that Moses was to go to Pharaoh and tell Pharaoh that he was to release the Hebrew people from their bondage in Egypt. And when Moses asked God who it was that was speaking to him from the burning bush, God said, I am who I am. And when Moses asked God whom he was to say sent him to Pharaoh, you know, if Pharaoh asked, well, who sent you? God tells Moses to say, tell them, I am sent you. And so this God, I am, was the deliverer and savior of the Hebrew people. And God continues to save all the way through the Old and New Testaments. And in the Gospel according to John, Jesus makes several declarations as to whom he was A series of statements that begin with two words. And those two words are, I am. So think about John, where Jesus says in that gospel, he says, I am the good shepherd. I am the bread of life. I am the light of the world. I am the resurrection and the life. I am the way, the truth, and the life. We are supposed to, when we hear I am, we hear Jesus say that, we're supposed to think back to that God speaking from the burning bush. Because when Jesus says that he, that I am, he signifies that he and God who sent Pharaoh, or sent Moses to Pharaoh, are one. Are one. And because Jesus and the Father are one, it is not only Jesus who is the good shepherd, it is also God. Uh, It is not only Jesus who is the light of the world, it is also God. It is not only Jesus who is the bread of life, God is the bread of life. And so Jesus may be the Lamb of God, as John the Baptist uh, declares, but Jesus is more than that. Uh, Jesus may teach, and he may instruct like a rabbi, but Jesus is more than that. He's more than a teacher. Jesus is the Son of God and reveals who God is and what God is like, and through whom this God, this person, Jesus, we find meaning, truth, life, and above all, love. Uh, We say in our Book of Common Prayer uh, that Jesus is the only perfect image of the Father. The only perfect image of the Father and reveals to us what God is like. And what Jesus reveals is that God is love. Jesus reveals that God is love. The word revelation, as you know, uh, means unveiling, revealing, or disclosing. And in chapter 1, verse 18 of John, It says that no one has ever seen God. No one has ever seen God. It is God's only Son who is close to the Father's heart who has made God known. And so Jesus makes God known to us. So if we want to know what God is like, we look to Jesus. If we want to know God, we get to know Jesus because Jesus reveals who God is. And so if we're looking for meaning, if we're looking for life, if we're looking for truth and love, we go no further than Jesus. Now, the disciples in this lesson from John today, uh, when they hear John the Baptist declare, there goes the Lamb of God, they follow him. Two of the disciples, two of John's disciples leave him and they start following Jesus. And he turns and asks them, what are you looking for? Well, what were they looking for? Each of the disciples may may have been looking for something different. They may have seen something different in Jesus, depending on what they were looking for. Some may have been looking for that Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. 
Others may have been looking for a teacher. Others may have been looking for the long-expected Messiah. But maybe they didn't even know what they were looking for. But whatever the case, they did find something. They did find someone. And when the two disciples asked Jesus, where are you staying? Jesus said, come and see. Jesus invited them to see him with the eyes of faith and discover God for themselves as he revealed God. And what they discovered while staying with Jesus, uh, it says that they stayed with him until four o'clock in the afternoon, which meant probably they stayed with him a good long day. And what they found with Jesus was so compelling that one of them, our own patron, Andrew, Andrew went and found his brother Simon and brought him to Peter saying, we have found the Messiah. And upon meeting Simon, Jesus gives him a new name. He says, you are Cephas, which is translated Peter, which means rock or rocky. So Peter's new name communicated something about his nature, about his character. Just as Jesus' name revealed something about himself, his character, and his work. And more importantly, life, his life, Jesus' life, reveals God's own life for those who are looking for God, who desire to know God. John tells us to look none other than to Jesus, for in God may be found in him, whose name is Jesus, which means deliverer, savior. He is the lamb of God. He is a teacher. He is the Messiah. He is the son of God, the man who reveals God. So in the end, what's in a name? Well, in the case of Jesus, everything. Amen.